Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And this is ZD Donahue. And today we're continuing our costuming series. This has been a a good one in the group. Yeah. People have liked it. People want to just go find some show to costume. Oh, you know what? We talked about what we were going to talk about. Now I've got all these other ideas flying Write to my head. Write them down. Yes, I, I have to I admit that we were like, wait a second, what did we already talk about? And I right. went back and listened to the podcast and we did an intro about what we were supposedly going to speak about in podcast two. And then I listened to podcast two and that's not really, I feel like exactly what we talked about. So. <laughs> Well, well, all of it was good information. It's just not organized. Yeah, yeah. Which you want to be. If you're a costumer, you want to be organized. And and you want to think of a timeline. You want to know, okay, That's you know, what was... are you right? Are you a week out or two weeks out that from what... dress? And remember, dress rehearsal means <laughs> every, you should have all the costumes. That's what got some people's attention was the use of spreadsheets. Yes. Some people really like in that. Right. We're going to speak a little bit more about uh, costume construction and pieces. And then I think the next episode will be more about the practicalities of uh, timelines and working through a show. And, and while the show is going on, because like we haven't talked about mm-hmm. as the show is happening. So if you are costuming a show, you may go in and work in a theater. I think we've mentioned that they might have stock. But what if you're building up a stock or right. what would be great to have in stock or what kind of stock garments have we used to great effect in the past is and, what we're going to talk about. And I about. think this extends into some other areas when we talk about stock. We could be talking about a dance troupe. Yeah, we could yeah. be talking about a choir right. or a show choir mm-hmm. or something like that where, where they have a performing season. So you... You know, you might make, especially if you're just starting out or this, this, usually when these things get started, there's not a lot of money. Yeah, sure. You know, sometimes later more money happens because, you know, the person who's in charge has proven to the powers that be that that it's it's worthy of some grant or, uh you know, something like that. And sometimes more money comes. That's why you also may be working for nothing. Right. Until you prove yourself. And then all of a sudden you will get a stipend. I, I remember work. I worked for a show choir, I think, like three years. And I only got stipend the last six. You know, and believe me, the first stipend was like 
$500. Wait, you just yeah. said you worked for three years and you only got oh. stipend the next th- six. Yeah. Did you mean? I work, so I worked for nine years nine all years, together. And, and the, the first three, I didn't get, get anything. anything. And then I got stipend on the fourth year and he's like, I got you a stipend. And I was like, this is going to be a joke. And it was. <laughs> I think it was $500. Okay. I cannot. I would start sewing on these costumes in June. Yeah. Okay. And the first time they wore them was in January. Right. And I sewed every single day, including like through the night on holidays. You know, Thanksgiving I would like throw a turkey in and be sewing on costumes at the same time. Oh sure. I mean, it and um you know So when you say when we say it's a joke, we mean like like it was ten cents an hour. You know Maybe. Maybe it was twelve cents. Which, I have, no, it was a sweatshop. Which you know. yeah, you know, right. you might want to think about that so when you're obviously uh, I did this know. out of the good and believe me, I was not always reimbursed for everything that I purchased because, you know, I can't tell you how many times, oh, well, I lost the receipt. So copy your receipts and then turn them in. Or now you can um, take a picture on your phone. Is that, that's why we have so many bolts of sequin fabric because we right. actually own the fabric. We do. We, <laughs> we, do. Didn't, we didn't steal it. We didn't from get the, paid for it ever. For, yeah, so right. it's ours. I remember some uh, boas I bought one year. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. But um, Okay, so let's talk about... Stock, stock pieces. Mm-hmm. So if you go into a theater and there is stock, that's great. Right. Take inventory. Inventory and try and organize it in some manner. Mm-hmm. Like, I would probably, I mean, I, you know, there's all, all ways to do this. Now there's computer programs you can find right. that, that do this. Um, but just in the shop in general, and I hope, I hope, you have a costume shop that not too many people have access to and can invade and like take things from where they were and you think they were supposed to be there and then you go and they're gone and all that but for instance like I would have all vest in one place Mm -hmm. and I would label them women and men and that meant something to me like women's versus men because you know the women's might not look like a male character right right didn't mean that like I didn't look through all of them when I was good but you know sure that said something to me you know um Long dresses versus short dresses versus long skirts and short skirts. And then, you know, I had blouses versus shirts, which blouses meant they might be frilly. Yeah. And I don't think I had, I didn't have that male and female because like there were what I call blouses on men because that's what they called them at one time when they were frilly and fluffy or what. Um, so, so you're really labeling and taking inventory sort right. of based on the shape. And, and I'm labeling that like on the rack or right. on the closet, what's in there. And you're doing this based on like the shape of the garment is what yes. I want to say. That's, yes. I think that's a really good point. Pretty much. Because if you know you need a short skirt, you can right. go right. and you can look for that or a long skirt. And if there's something about it that makes it a certain And a lot period, of times I would try and like hang them it. by color. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it would stay pretty good. Color ties. Right. I, um, I didn't usually go by size because size was always arbitrary to who sure. you found out you had. Unless I had like a dance troupe and I would write, you know, blue dance troupe costumes and I might hang them by size. Or I might have a piece of paper hanging someplace on them mm-hmm. that said I had these sizes. Right. So that I knew. Because it might depend, oh, I'm maybe they won't be blue. Maybe we'll go to the red costumes because yeah, these are we, gonna fit this troop better. We need more of this size. Or something like that. Other things like belts. Uh-huh. 
oh, eyeglasses, jewelry, anything like that, I would bin it. Uh-huh. It would be in a bin, and it would la- be labeled really big. And and I had a closet that a lot of those bins would fit in or shelving, something like that. Um, there were other things that I made that I kept for stock, like huge butterfly wings. Yeah. And some of that stuff, I would just hang on the wall. Uh-huh. I would cover it like in clear plastic or in like yeah. some sort of... Or, or if I wanted to cover it, say, like, in just like muslin and drape mm-hmm. it so it wouldn't get dusty because it really got really dirty, the costume shops. I've, I've never been in a clean costume shop except for bridal. Yeah. Because you just don't have a choice. You know, you make lint, you make dirt, there's makeup winds up in there, all mm-hmm. this stuff. So I would hang things like that on the wall. They didn't get crumpled. They didn't get destroyed. Um, they didn't wind up being like mouse bedding, right. which is something, believe me, mice love costume shops. Oh, sure. Um, and I knew where it was. And, you know, it was a costume shop. Yeah, it those, made sense. Those big pieces. So you're organizing those. Now, right. I want to talk about if you're if you're developing stock or if you're starting to sew for someone mm-hmm. or some troupe or some company right. or something like that. It's really nice to keep this in mind. How could this be used again? That's right. How could this be... Uh, versatile for yes. this company, like having a bunch of black leotards right. for a dance troupe, like you can't go wrong. Right. Like, black right. T- or black tap pants. Yeah. Okay. We can put white, these white, on. Right. We can add something to them. We can blah, blah, blah. Now, one thing that you have made or that you made in the past that got used for years and years and years, decades, are these multi-layer white circle skirts yep. with elastic waistbands. Yes. Yes. Yep. Talk about those. Describe those skirts to me. So they were, listeners. I believe they were three layers. The top layer was a sparkle organza. Uh-huh. The middle layer was what? I, don't, I know I have, I have one I, around I, here I don't know. Was, I think it was some sort of like light taffeta or something. Right. They, they were very light. And then, you know, the the third layer underneath closest to the skin was like a lining because mm-hmm. of course they're white you don't want unlined the lighting unlined yeah. white and the lighting going through everybody's legs yeah you know so, and, and you're seeing that leg shadow so these were elastic waistbanded right. circle skirts right and so they stretched over someone's hips and then right. you know hung on at their waist right? right like that's where they fit and the edges were finished. I think all three edges were finished with a rolled edge on the they serger. They were. They were all rolled edge. Boom. Yep. Guys, the, yep. oh, They're man. They were all rolled edge. The rolled edge on the serger in costuming is Well, and the other thing about the elastic so band on the skirt is, of course, they fit, fit, and you could roll it. So I, would, I didn't. Mm-hmm. You could use it somewhere and not have to hem, and you could roll the waistband. Right. Just to adjust right. the height like that. You know, now, some places you don't want to roll it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if. if if it would show or something, you wouldn't want that. But we did, well, I made like 30 of these. Yeah. So through the years, they got parceled off into, you know, stage stage uh, productions, not just show choir. Um, also, they were used as petticoats. And tree skirts. And I have tree one. skirts. It's yes. my tree skirt. It right. looks like snow. It's really yeah. cute. <laughs> I, th- I think that was the. Um, I think Hillary has one. <laughs> Oh, she might. I think Hillary has one as a tree skirt as well. It's great. There were a lot. Well, and so those, I didn't even hang those in the costume shop. Uh-huh. Those were boxed. So I want to talk about. Those were boxed because, again, it was sort of like 
there's 24 of these circle skirts. I kind of wanted to keep them together, and I didn't know how yeah. I was going to use them. Yeah. Right? And, um, you know, they were just boxed. They were binned. Okay, the bin. other thing about them is they were polyester. They were polyester. Okay, they were, so. They went right in the wash and did not have to be ironed. That's right. So yes. they could be binned up. They could uh-huh. be gotten out. They could be, yep. you know, washed and, and dried, and right. then they were just ready to go right so when you're costuming you need to think about the materials like that you know sometimes we occasionally will use the word like halloween fabric or yeah. like cheap whatever when i say that wasn't cheap fabric no right, right. so let's talk so there's there's a, di- there's halloween a difference to me is that yeah. acetate stuff right which actually the black and white striped dress is made of yeah okay it's made of halloween fabric. i don't know how many times it's been worn oh yeah it started out in hello dolly uh-huh it actually went to Lyceum. I know that. I'm trying to, I just don't know how many times it's worn. I just think worn. that sometimes people say the word polyester and they think low quality. No, polyester is durable. It's hot. It can. It's durable. It can be very durable. As I, long as it's not, I mean, what there is are. It, what does everybody think all those wedding gowns are made out of? Right. They're, they're polyester. Poly yeah, exactly. They're poly A lot of those, if you, if you can get a nice, you know, reasonable quality polyester yes. that's going to be a really durable costume yes. easy to launder lasts a long time you know won't fade right like you know you can't you know if you put somebody up there in like a silk dress or something like right. that that it might only last the run yeah. of the show I mean, possibly the, i have had you know and i i obviously have some silk garments that oh, i sure. use for costuming sure. and i never left them in the shop i always brought them home um they're too fragile and they don't last. They really don't last. Same way with wool. You know, if it, you just got to be careful because, you know, moths will eat it. It there's just all, takes, there's a, all the, another it takes level more of care. care. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no close-ups on the stage. Mm-hmm. If this looks good from 10 feet away, you got it made. Mm-hmm. Right? I really honestly believe one of the most important things is color and fit. Yeah, so... so and those, texture. I like texture. Those poly satins yeah. that you find that kind of like have a good body to right. them, like they can be nice, you know? Right. So polyester can be good if you're going to be, you know, making these garments that you want to last a long time. So those white circle skirts got used so much. I love that you the talked other, about how you stored them a little differently. And the other thing we did with so those many. is... We would make, you know, a square to put on top of them with, yeah. you know, with the hole in the middle. And so now you had like this other layer of color on it. So you could make with these, you could make a skirt and make everybody look like they were wearing like flower petals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they were just very versatile. And I'm trying to think in show choir. Initially, I can't. Initially, I think they were worn with the gold. Uh, gold vest. Well, it was Okay. It was a gold jacket. That had puff sleeves uh-huh. on it. And do you remember what happened to those the yeah. second year? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. So ZD made these gold jackets. And they, they had an organza sleeve. Yeah, so it was like okay. a sheer sleeve. Mm-hmm. and But it did. It was a gold dot sequin vest with like a sheer sleeve right. on it. Okay. Right. Go ahead. So used them one year, and I don't know if it was the next year or there was a year in between or whatever, but had those in stock. And we did Crazy for You, I think. No, yes, yes. We did Crazy for You as a play, mm-hmm. right, as, as the musical, the, the fall musical. And then in show choir, they were doing Pennies from Heaven. Mm-hmm. So 
ah, you know, uh, pull gold, those, pull gold, those babies yeah. again. And, and some, I kept those vest, those gold, gold things that have been too great. because there yeah. were twenty four of them, right? right? And so the next year, I'm like, hallelujah! I already have the gold for. I have this shiny. You know, looks like money vest right. for the girls, and I'll just make gold vest sort of plain for the guys because uh-huh. it was the mi- what we called the mixed show choir. Okay, so got all that done, you know, new, and then in the show, okay, and I we talked about this, I believe, in a previous uh, broadcast. So in the show, I did have to alter these. They were different girls, uh-huh. different people were wearing them in the actual. Um, crazy for you show. I had to take some of them had like seams that were like an inch and an inch and a half in places, you know, that is sort of folded over and tacked down. But they also only wore them for maybe a minute and a half. Right. Okay. As long as I made them look like they 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 fit. I don't even think that these girls even showed their back. They like walked on and walked. Okay. So I had this all. Me and I had this planned out. I had this figure out. I didn't have to make any more costumes. Blah, blah, blah. So I come in to um, play rehearsal, and I don't remember exactly how this was revealed to me, but there was another mother there, and she had brought in her sewing machine. I, I had no knowledge of this. No one had said anything to me. There had been no discussion, no complaints, no, no permission granted. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And the mother had taken her scissors and cut out all of these seam allowances, like I that right. I was going to need to take out, so they could wear them in you know the other show that followed two weeks after this, right? right. So my costumes had been butchered mm-hmm. without my permission, without my knowledge, you know, and. The little girl's in the play, and this is her mother's doing the. And she says, "Oh, look what mine!" She's so proud, and I'm like, "I'm gonna vomit." Yeah, I'm gonna freaking vomit <laughs> sequins. I, I'm like, I, 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 I mean, I really, I felt like the blood like run out of my face, you know. And I thought, okay, well, this show's taken care of. They can, but now I have to come up with fourteen pennies from heaven. Right, that's best something that you know because what they did is they change in show choir it, you know they were going to change into this right. gold right so i went the director of the show choir happened to be also the musical director of the and he, he came in and he goes how are you doing tonight and i go i'm dying i'm dying i want to cry i don't know what to do i don't even want to see these kids tonight he goes what and i told him and he goes oh my god he goes who 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 let her think she could do that? Right. And I said, I guess she did. People yeah. people decide to do things, right? Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I it certainly was not me. I go, if it was you, you're dead, you know. And he goes, <laughs> you know, I don't touch your costumes. I mean, he was he considered me another director, right? It was right. it was wonderful to work for. So he said, do you want me to speak to her? And I said, no. There's no way to repair this. I don't want to cause hard feelings. I certainly don't want the daughter to feel bad. Right, the kid to feel bad. But, oh, my God, I need a lock and key on stuff, you know? Well, and that that is – documentation can be good. Notes can be good. 
on stuff. I'm just thinking about how, you know, if you bend up these circle skirts, how you could write on there can be rolled or can be, you know, da-da. But then someone's just not going to read it at some point, you right. know, uh, of course. And you that is the thing about costuming that gets really, that gets me upset. Right. And that, that can be so frustrating. Yes. Is in some of these community productions, stuff like that can happen. Yes. You're just like, you know, someone can go in and think that they can – touch the stuff like I I know how to sew and everything and right. I've been in shows and I don't touch anything without asking no, someone you have to ask, that's even what, if it's like this girl's hem fell out right. I would go to the costumer and say hi so and so's hem fell out is it okay if I yeah. hand stitch this up I won't be cutting anything away right. you know like I that's what I well would do. and it's just like <clears> when you borrow and usually that's in your contract you really I don't I know you don't think you need a contract. I know you think this is your friend and they're just working in this other theater across town or something. Mm -hmm. No, you have to have a contract. It, and, I mean, it doesn't have to be written by, you know, some Lawyer, Esquire. Right. right. But it has Z. to... Z.D. Donahue, Esquire. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it has to say things like, you know, there can be hand-sewn alterations, or, but no cutting, no, you know, what, whatever. Okay, yeah. you have to specify it because it will come back or and you have to you have to name these things. Or yeah, you know, now you can take pictures on your phone. Right, right. Um <clears throat> you have cuz it won't come back. They didn't they denied they had the wool top hat. It still bothers me. Right. That was 25 well, years ago. Well, you know, and so Franny borrowed that Bye Bye Birdie costume from us. And yeah, but she, I told her she could do whatever she wanted. Well, right. To. right. No, but I'm saying she right. also messaged us and right. said we want gold braid here or instead of here or something like that. And she's like, and I can't figure out how to apply this without, you know, like gluing it, I think right. is what she said. And so, you know, you were like, well, I mean, I don't, you know, when we. What when I we said stuff, is, I really don't care if she glues it. And Mally yeah. says, well, that could ruin it forever. And I go, I really don't care. And she goes. Mm -hmm. But I want that costume well, back. Well, what intact. I said. So she want Mallory. The the costume was of more value to you than me at the yeah, time. But I, I also thought, hey, I want to teach Franny how to sew well, that's this, true this too. thing up. And this. she did. Yeah, I said, hey, you know, you you know, mom doesn't care if you glue it, but there right. is a way to sew this. And I described it to her, and she was like, well, hot damn, you know. So well, that was and cool, and, you know? and it will stay on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, stay. that is the other. It was thing. more secure. It was yeah. removable then. But right. like I said, you know, you didn't you didn't mind. And no. I don't know if I particularly minded but i just saw another possibility there well for, and it is you know. a costume it's an elvis yeah costume yeah. so it's been used for a lot of things there you go so knowing, again a piece of stock labeling, you know that's been worn by like four people now when you label things or if you go into a costume shop this is where it's good for you to have some knowledge of musical theater mm -hmm. because okay if i see costumes that say crazy for you something something uh -huh. and i know the musical crazy right. for you then i can be like oh well those will work for will you, rogers and Follies. you know the genre of the yes the, the, the costume i know the time period right. i know that maybe like the shape or whatever like you in will rogers follies they have the gems mm -hmm. that are the showgirls and i knew that you had done just you know showgirls. show choir and yep. showgirls and all this stuff so i knew that that would work so anyway um either you know, for you, dear listener, label with the show that they were originally made Yeah, you made can label for, with the show. Or the style they are. Mm -hmm. That can be so helpful to Say, someone coming in Yeah, but I would have labeled, like, the thing we gave Franny, birdie costume 
and Elvis, or Elvis, Elvis costume because yeah. it's been used for both. It looks like Okay, both. so then someone goes to do a show where there's some kind of – they go to do Joseph. Right. Oh, Oh, there's an Elvis, there's an Elvis and Joseph. Maybe yeah. we can use this. Co- and I made that out of knit. Yep. Yeah, you did. I did. I made Polyester that out of knit. Knits, so that man. would fit anybody. <laughs> and I did save some fabric. Um, Franny wound up wanting some gold that I didn't have. But it was pretty. it's pretty standard fabric, and she found it. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. Right. We, we will. That's so funny that we do have those leftover fabrics. Because when I went to do. Well, I had that fabric with that costume. Yeah. yeah. When I went to do Will Rogers Follies, like we talked about before, we had the costume. We had the fabric to make someone another one of those powder puff costumes. Right. My friend Becca, I think, yep. is who it was. Uh, we had fabric to do that. We also still had the gold dot sequin yep. to make some more vests with. It was pretty hilarious that we still had right. that stuff. Um, it's really nice to have extra fabric because you oh, yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I'd like to talk about that we didn't quite write down because it has to do with stock. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> is pillaging. <laughs> okay. So... Pillaging. Pillaging. So I go in and I'm like, ooh, I have these show choir sequin topped halter dresses with, you know, a chiffon skirt. They have passed their time. They're yeah. kind of falling apart, especially yeah. the chiffon skirts. Okay. And I don't think we'll ever use these again. Because show choir has also changed. Yeah. And how it's done. Boy, has it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, things grow. Things uh-huh. evolve. So I took those dresses and made them into showgirl leotard type dance costumes. And guess what? Emerald wore in Will Rogers' Follies. That's right. One of these. One of the green, green emerald things. Ch- right. Yeah. And. and you know, I, I'll never forget my director going, I thought I told you how much money you had because yeah, I have I have like 12 girls show up in these green sequin uh-huh. uh, showgirl right. outfits. And I go, those are the show choir dresses from, you know, 1989 yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Okay, this. So. I, I'll tell you where I learned this from. Yeah, and then I have something to bring up about this. My aunt too. was a costumer uh-huh. for um, Universal the, Studios. Yeah. Well, and, and I worked with Bob Mackie. I mean, I knew about, I don't know if anybody, I think we've talked about this before, but I knew about the scarlet dress that was going to be on um, the Carol Burnett the show. The Carol Burnett show before it was because she said, this is the most hilarious thing. You've got to watch it. Uh-huh. You know, so she, she part took in making that dress right so um anyway she just found it in the window but I just it- <laughs> found it in the window and i couldn't resist <laughs> so, so anyway it is still so funny but anyway they used to do jackie gleason okay this was a variety show yeah. i don't know if anybody knows who he is if you know the honeymooners but he had a variety show where they danced and there's a troop of dancers <gasps> i can't think of their name it was it was a well known uh-huh. woman's name uh-huh. da 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 dancer oh how come I can't remember, and she'd say, "Did you see those costumes this week?" Well, they started out at, so they would take something that started out like as a gown, uh-huh. and then they would turn into a dress, and at the end it would be like this little bikini 
like things. So they would just keep cutting things down sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, they had money. And they June still Taylor. Did. June Taylor dancers. The June Taylor dancers. I, I went on my phone that and is checked it. it out. That is it. She is a legend. Okay. And so think of those things. I, this Just is, make sure it's not something you might want to reuse later. Okay. Another note on this, okay, with pillaging. Think, be creative when you're culling a costume shop. Yes. Don't get rid of something. Be careful. Be careful. I, I saw this happen at a couple of costume yes. shops. And they were like, oh, this stuff's just so out of date. We're never going to use it. Get rid of it. And I just, I would see. Uh, out of date. Uh, right. <laughs> Doesn't how make can, sense. How can you be out of date when you're going to do something historical? You right. might want to, you might do some show that's set in the 80s sometime, right? You might want to dye it. Okay. Never get rid of a white shirt. There, there you go. Because it can be any yeah. color. It can be any color. And have sequins attitude or whatever, right. you know. Okay. So I, I would think, okay, you just put on the sale table some pretty nicely constructed mm-hmm. fabrics in pretty good shape you know dress or vest or whatever and i i just i would think i see such possibility in this right or they would if you have 20 of something keep it keep it if you can because geez when you have 20 people that you have to dress all the same boy yeah. will you be glad to have a starting point yeah i so so keep in mind that some of those things that look a little out of date or wh- whatever that means, right. right? They could be useful. They could be pillaged. They could right. be. Um, I think those green dresses you're talking about, they weren't just dot sequin. It no, was no. like a textured no. No. fabric. It was, it was oh, really no, cool. No, no, no. We, we have a bolt right we over there over if you there. want to inspect oh, is it. is that what it is? It is silk with sewn-on sequins, dear. They were silk. Yeah. At that, I, you know, I'm, from the days when I'm not sure that dot sequin was even around, around. yet. You so, know, they had to use that kind of fabric. So it's actually they some... actually also had set rhinestones on the collar. That's what I'm saying. And I ripped every one of those off and reused them. Yeah. So yes. so if you see those materials and stuff, be careful. I yeah. I, would, I that was a sad day when okay. I saw that happen. Or if somebody puts a whole lot of work into like a cow head. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this would take us maybe to our next thing, like what we have to craft sometimes. Yes. But like, if, okay, so I make this foam cow head, right? Uh-huh. That's on the stage for two seconds in Gypsy. Right. right? But man, I'm proud of this cow head. <laughs> Do not throw the cow head, head away. away. Put it in a trash bag, mm-hmm. like a big, huge bag. Put it up on top of your cabinet way far away and put cow, cow head, head on it. Because... You know, the next thing you know, the children's theater is doing something. Right. You know, and it's got the cow and the Jack and the Beanstalk. Or you do um, Into the Woods. Right, or, right. You know, it's like it doesn't get used that often. But if somebody's put their resource, and you can repaint that cow head. Well, if you need, the time... if you need milky white and that cow head happened to be brown, I can make it milky right. white with a can of hair. Okay, well, can let's, of spray. let's take a little break here. Right. And we're going to come back and talk about... Crafting. Crafting. Hey, Mom. Yeah? Um, you can feel free to compliment me. Oh, no. On what? On this. What? My feel free to compliment me enamel lapel pin. Oh, Mallory. Every time that you hear something wrong, are you going to make a lapel pin about it? Maybe. Um. Do you Do you want one? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, Isn't it teal? Yes, it's teal and pink. And you can get one by going to 
sewhere.com slash compliment. Just so you know, I'm not putting it on my lapel. It's going on my hat. Oh, it's going on your hat. It could be a hat pin, too. Okay. All right. So if you want to get in on the feel free to compliment me uh, in in on the club, go to sewhere.com slash compliment and order our very first sewhere.com lapel pin. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. We're back. We're going to talk about crafting. We we spoke a little bit about some of the non-sewing aspects of costuming, just a little bit in that uh, the breakdown room from The Handmaid's Tale, where people are dying things or they're shredding things. Right. Or they're, there is more. This is a sewing podcast, of course, but there is more to costuming than sewing. Yes, even when it's something someone's going to wear. And when you're talking about getting <clears throat> rid of things, like you said, kind of be careful. Yeah. Sometimes you want clothes you can trash. So somebody is in prison, Mm -hmm. you know, in the dungeon, and you may need to take, (laughs) you know, some clothing and and rip it up and put coffee. coffee, I I love coffee. coffee. I love coffee staining Mm -hmm. stuff, you know, um, or burn the edges. I've done that. All all that sort of stuff. Um, You thinking of a show? Yeah, I'm thinking of a show. It was Phil Howard. He was... um, Lindsay had a trouser part in it. Phantom. Fan Phantom. We needed a not, bloody shirt. Not Phantom of the Opera. Phantom. Yes. It's a different show. It's a, so we <laughs> needed a body shirt and a clean shirt. Right. 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 You know, and I went to the white shirts. Yep. Right. And got two that almost looked alike and made a bloody one and a not bloody one. So that's, yes, that's important. Clothes that you can trash. Uh, making stuff. I'm trying to think of stuff that I've made and materials that we've used. I'm thinking, this is stuff like feathers. Yes. Wire. You can dye feathers. Foam. You can dye foam. You can paint foam. Buckram. You can paint feathers. Hey, tell people what buckram, buckram. is. M- millinery pursuits. Tell people yes, what buckram millinery, is. Millinery wire. Buckram. I don't even know if I know exactly okay. what it is. But it, it okay. It's an, I'll, I it, think I know Okay, it it's, is. yeah. It's okay. like an open weave. Right. Sort of 
canvasy type material yes. that has a coating on it. Yes. And when you get it wet, it becomes moldable. Becomes moldable. And then you can mold it around like a hat block, or you can mold it around some kind of shape. A ball. Whatever. I mean, whatever. And then it'll dry in the shape. It dries in that shape. In the shape you need it. You often see buckram in hats. Yeah, you 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 can find it. Or, like, I I think structures, structures on a costume. Um, you, could, you could use it in the cow's head, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I would use it for e- inside ears and things. Just so you all know, if this is new to you... I'm thinking of the cow head. Okay. That cow head cannot be made like a stuffed animal is made. No, 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 okay, no. You can't create a structure and then like stuff it with a bunch of stuff to give it volume. You have to create some kind of very lightweight structure because these people have to wear them. And they, they have, have to, to breathe and they have to, to have air and yep. they have to see through. <clears throat> so that buckram, it's like a screen sort of. Right. And it can be painted. Foam can be very lightweight and can be carved. Right. Okay. So usually you have some sort of skeletal structure that like would fit over their head and shoulders that you've made. Right. Okay. And then you may have foam that you're going to apply to this structure. And then, if you're me, you get out your mighty um, electric knife yep, and you yep. start to carve. <laughs> you literally start carving a head. Um, You're like Michelangelo. And, yeah, okay. and you, you hope to cut. <laughs> and the best part is if you do cu- carve off, like, you can glue foam you can glue on it again. back on. Yeah, like you, I mean, if all of a sudden you're like, the cow doesn't, the back of the cow's head is sloping, you can, you can get another piece of foam and stick it on there. Right. So, yeah, heads up. This gets into a little bit of materials maybe you're not familiar with right. just, just from sewing. Maybe you're familiar with it from something else. But you are going to get in there. This is where I think, like, glue is okay. Right. You know, where I think glue is appropriate. And, I, and, I, and another thing, when you go to make the cow's head, as long as it's a good representation of a cow, it doesn't have to be totally anatomically correct. Right, right. Okay, if, if somebody sees it and goes, that's a cow, you've Done. won. Yep. You won. <laughs> you won. Yeah. Uh, the the, the um, glue thing, I wanted to, I wanted to bring right. something up. Just so you know, different adhesives will act differently with different materials. Yes. Okay. Some glues will like melt foam. Right. Okay. Some and they just continue to melt. It, just it doesn't drops stop through. melting. Yep. It just it, it just, just <laughs> like disintegrates it. It's like dropping hot I think lava. It, I think it's the acetone in it. I believe. Even if the glue yeah. doesn't like, we're not talking about hot glue. I'm no. talking about. I think won't E6000 melt foam? I think E6000 does melt foam. Well, I'm sorry I think if I'm I, making I that I think up, I've but... used white glue on foam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. You need to you need to check your materials, do spot yeah. checks. Yeah, I mean, it'll say on the packaging, mm-hmm. and then don't trust it. You know, go ahead and buy it or whatever, whatever you have to do. Try it, and then if it does bother something, or it turns a color, or it doesn't paint well, uh-huh. or something, I would baggy my glues. And, and I would put, put doesn't paint well, doesn't but works foam. great on pearls or right. something, you know. Uh, I'm thinking of the Swan Lake hair pieces that we had to make. Did I make those? I didn't make those all by myself. Did I? Did I make the those? The feathery ones? Yeah. I think we started with something that was a bridal thing. Yeah. Is that what we were talking about? Uh-huh. But we had to make four of them because we were the swans. Yeah. And... You know, those, they had to have a structure that went on the head, yes. and then the feathers sort of wrap around mm-hmm. the head. This is a very classic costume piece. Like, it's the same every it's time. It's a little, like, you crown know, crown. of feathers. Uh, so, 
that's something where we had to glue the feathers. Or did we use buck, like a buckram ring? I can't I thought remember. maybe I made buckram rings. All I can think of right now is those. Do you remember the show choir um, things I made where they were huge? They were like the biggest things. No. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Yes, I yeah. do. We yes, went I to do. New York. Yeah. We took them to New York, yeah. remember? So you made like a helmet. I literally made a helmet, and their headpieces were two and three feet tall. Right, right. You know, and um, lots of Christmas decorations on those. <laughs> yeah. I, I bought a lot of beads, Christmas okay. beads. So that's where we're getting into. when we talk, Resources. Yeah, resources. You're going to look in the holiday decorating section. You know, it's, well, ornaments, like Christmas ornaments can be a little, because uh, they can yeah. be breakable, but they are very light. But one of my favorite <laughs> things is... The beads that you string on trees, you know, real plastic, real light, right. real shiny, and they're they, and they're hard and they're plastic and they're light. Right. Yes. yes. Right. So lightweight things, you got to think about all of right. all of those, um, you know, factors. Gluing rhinestones, E six thousand is really great for gluing rhinestones yes. on. Okay. Flat flat back rhinestones. Yeah, flat back rhinestones. And pearls too. Uh, that you might want to put on a costume. Right. If you have ever been in any kind of like situation where you've seen a dance costume like a ballroom dance costume mm-hmm. or something like that the sheer volume of rhinestones is just so impressive it's, it's thousands it's so don't think like when it goes oh one gross of rhinestones cost you know twenty dollars that would cover like maybe what your hand covers. i was gonna say like your bicep like yeah, would- <laughs> yeah. A gross is 144. Yeah. It's like nothing. In fact, a lot of them will sell you in lots of 10 gross. 10 gross. Okay. Yeah. So that's over a thousand rhinestones. Yeah. And you still need more. Right. Right. And of course, it depends on the size and everything. Of course, as the size get bigger, they get more expensive. And then you need different sizes for visual interest. That's right. I have seen people, though, really underestimate this. Yes. And this will make a ballroom costume look very homemade. Yeah. and they the will. plastic cheap ones from Walmart. They don't reflect the light the same. I might put those, like, in a show. Uh-huh. Okay, where you're giving the illusion of someone being a ballroom dancer. Right. But I would not use them on a real ballroom yeah, dancer. Yeah, actual ballroom dance costumes. You're being, you know, you're being judged in her costume. Right. Uh, so and believe me, everybody else is going to have the real thing. Yeah. Now, yes. our, my, you know, our, the two costumes we made me. Yeah. For ballroom, we started off with sparkly fabric, which I think well, was... Well, it wasn't sparkly. Oh, which one? Because well, the, 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 blue... brown, the brown one is not sparkly fabric. It is beaded fabric. Yeah, but it had... You're right. Like, it wasn't sequined. And, it, but... and the beads were not plastic. No, they were glass. Uh, but that texture, I think, gave us a little bit of a shortcut. Right. Uh, too too yes. shiny. Shortcut right. to shiny. But we still had Swarovski crystals all we over it, We still added crystals right. to it. We still we added crystals to the sequin fabric. That's Those right. of you who know about my maternity uh, outfit that's the blue sequins, right. that was my ballroom dance outfit. And so literally, it's paved in sequins. Right. Okay? And we added rhinestones to that. Yes. Uh, with E6000. Yes. Uh, the higher quality... So no, no, I was going to say, know what you're making... I guess, you know, if someone says, make me a ballroom costume, and you've never made one, or you have no introduction to ballroom dancing, I'm not, you know, if you're going to go there, you're going to have to research. You have to research big, big time, because there are certain things, like... Yeah, there are certain rules. There are certain rules, like, you know, Latin versus this versus smooth versus... There are 
cannot be there or cannot styles, happen on the costume. Yeah, there are styles too where you're like, oh, I can tell from the costume. You can tell from the costume whether they're going to do Foxtrot or Quick Step. Absolutely. Okay, you know, yes. You can tell. And, you know, you might not but, like get kicked out or something, but it's just very. But, okay. but so yeah, we'll, it's we'll, a, you know, it's a pretty uppity sport. It, it really, no, they, <laughs> they get really particular. You know, we're totally gone off on a rhinestone tangent, but it's very, it's very well, apropos. This, this is about sourcing and where, and where you have to. Yeah. When we went to that competition and we looked at some of the costumes for sale, they actually used a material on those dresses. It was like a plastic, it was like a silicone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking just a, you know, like, it was like a silicone fringe yep. that had rhinestones then on it. Right. I envisioned like a silicone sheet that someone cut yes. out of. You know, it was really cool and it gave, it would lay on the body it laid real close. Really nice. You mm-hmm. know, it was kind of heavy so it would drape and it's of course all about the movement. Um, it was really interesting right. to to see that. Okay, so sourcing so, things, plastic. Right. So I, I have a story yeah. about the lion and the Wizard of Oz. Do you have Oz. a story, Mom? I do. Costuming professional theater. Uh-huh. We, uh, Summerstock Theater, Equity House, and I am what they call overhire. So I get little special jobs, like make this costume or make this costume or make this, co- you know, or, or whatever. And I get a call on Friday night, Wizard of Oz is happening. This is already the Emerald Wizard of Oz that's turned into the Teal Wizard yeah, of Oz. Yeah, you mentioned that. This show yeah. was like <laughs> the bane Cursed. of me. Yes. Okay, so they had ordered... From a costume house, uh-huh. you know, in, in New York, which we would do sometime. This is to, sometimes to save time, sometimes to save money. It's it's for all different reasons, sure. you know. They had ordered Tin Man um, and and Lion and... Scarecrow. Scarecrow, right? I get a call on Friday evening. And at that time, Missouri still had blue laws, mind you. So certain stores weren't even open on Sunday. Right. Okay, most stores weren't open on Sunday, like... I think a pharmacy could be open or a restaurant, you know, but you, like Walmart could not be open, right? Or no stores, no, certainly no fabric stores, right? right? So it was Zidi, the uh, character costumes came in, they're dreadful. We cannot use them. Oh, no. They won't work. Okay, we have dress rehearsal on Sunday and we're dark Monday and we open on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> So I said, "Do you have any fabric? Yeah, because you know, I'm you have the there you have the lion, right? Okay, I'm like, oh my god. Okay, well, I know it can be done. I'm I'm sure people not as smart as me have done something <laughs> even bigger than this, right? right? I can handle this. Um, I ran out to Walmart honestly, and I just started looking. This was like." Saturday during the day, you know, um, and I think I had to get you to the theater, all of right. you to the theater for, and I'm, I, so I'm, I went to the Walmart in Columbia first and I bought every hair extension they had, <laughs> okay? I still didn't know what, I, and I brought every color. I didn't even care what color it was. So I'm like, how am I going to make this mane? I have nothing to make this mane with. And then because the theater is about, what, 80 miles from our house, mm-hmm. I had to take them there so I could get to another Walmart that was in another town. And I went and I bought all their hair, hair extensions. extensions. Okay, so I'm buying all these hair extensions. And then um, I got back to the theater and I said, I still don't have any fabric. What am I, you know, I can't figure out. 
and someone showed up with this sort of funny, fleecy, cheap, awful stuff uh-huh. that was this funny, mustardy color. Uh-huh. You know, I dyed it. It worked. <laughs> so I got kind of a brownish, tawny lion out of this. And I made this mane out of these hair extensions. Mind you, every color in the rainbow of hair extensions at that time. Now, they didn't do pink and purple in those days. I was going to say. So but- <laughs> they, they were... More, but that's what you wanted. You don't want just one. Well, color, you don't want right? just one color. Yeah. But I did not have a very good balance when uh-huh. I got finished. Right. So I go over to the costume shop and I say, "Where's the spray paint?" Right. Uh huh. So I wound up spray painting the mane. Right. This was turned out gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was really and. The spray paint made them stiff. Right. Yeah. So like it was like, whoa, I happened upon a really good idea and didn't think of all the, you know, great possibilities of it. So um that was that was when I showed them how to turn the tail inside out. Oh, with the long tube. Right. I took a long tube and a and a uh the end of the broomstick end and and I so I I sewed the tail inside out, put telephone wire in it. And he wanted to be able to move the tail. <laughs> and guess guess who wore the lion costume? The director yeah, like of the, the theater. Not the direct, like yeah, like yeah. the artistic yeah. director. The director right? of yeah. the theater. Uh-huh. So they gave me, and I know they gave me him on purpose. Right. There's no doubt. They were like, oh well, if he's pissed yeah. off, we they're, can the overhire like, person. They're like, you get Michael. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I had to. It had to be stiff but pliable. Blah blah blah. Because he had to fall on it and all this, you know. So it was. It was stuffed with, um, like, a batting, but it had telephone wire going down the middle of it. Tel- different grades of wire yes. are great to have Do around. different things. Uh, can I just insert here? I wanted to, Mom's like, why are you looking at your phone during the podcast? Right. I f- saw this article a while back on Facebook. So if you're trying to source things, even people who are costuming multi-million dollar productions like Game of Thrones... The cloaks in Game of Thrones, there's the, these characters I don't think Mom right. watches. On the night's but I watch. know what they kind of look and like. And they're at the ends of the earth. They're right. at the coldest area right. where the ice zombies come from. And their fur cloaks are made from Ikea shag yes. rugs. Okay, and then... so I'm Yeah, looking, I, no, I read that article okay. too. I'm looking this up so I can send it to right. Sam and be a good podcaster, right? So she can put it in the show notes. But then I look that Ikea has published a quote... Tutorial. Oh, I'd had to make a your own. Okay, so one of my stories. Yeah, okay, I just wanted to say that there is a yeah. there was a TV series by Universal. You know, came out of Universal Studios. My aunt costumed this, and it was called Centennial. Uh-huh. And it was the first hundred years of our country. Uh-huh. Okay, and she was on the costuming of it. Now, in some ways, this ruins the illusion for you, okay? <laughs> but she's like, this show's going to be really good, and this, you know, so-and-so's in it, and so-and-so's in it, and so-and-so's in it. And she said, today I made Indian boots. Right. You know how she made Indian boots? She fitted all the characters in Nikes. Right. And built the boot. Around the up shoe. on the shoe. Okay, building. So, yes. Th- that's when we say build. You don't know. You might be building. Building might be sewing. Building might be gluing. Building might be a combination of this. So if we bring this back to the crafting, okay, so if you buy like a baseball cap, 
Yes. Okay. Then you can build a headdress off of that. Yes, it's you a can. Good shortcut. Okay, right. that's great. Building over a shoe. Building over Painting shoes. Painting a shoe. Um, I think we have a picture a of Catherine's genie shoes. We built over them. That's right. So you mm-hmm. building. We built not, over a pair of ballets. There you go. Not just building over tennis shoes, but right. building over tennis shoes is good. Well, and what she said is they needed these shoes. They were actually like running in terrain. Right. You know, they needed they, a good, you know, athletic shoe. They needed shoe. a soul. Yes. 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 And so if you need... If you need someone to be wearing this genie shoe or this Indian boot or this robot boot or this whatever, but they need to dance or they need to run over terrain. Or if you're a cosplayer, this is something, you know, we're not, you and I aren't really involved in the cosplay community. Like, well, actually, I think we've lived our life that way. That's right. We are. I mean, constantly. Because people come, people (laughs) will, no, the kids used to bring people to the house, even as adults, and go, They'd say, I need a Halloween costume, and they'd say, we're going to my mom's, and they could come up into the studio and become something. I think cosplay is really cool because it so kind do of, I. it's like it's like they get to do a mini I, production. Okay. I think you know? I, you know, I think that I've been doing that all my life. I yeah. just didn't know what to call it. And all these girls that learn to sew like Barbie doll clothes, mm-hmm. I was sewing yeah. people clothes. People clothes. <laughs> I was sewing... Like real people costumes. I didn't want to fool with the doll clothes. I went straight to the people. There's a, a blogger who I'm in a, a site, their, their business, I think it's called So Much Cosplay. And they actually sell foam. Uh, they brand it themselves and yeah. it's a bunch of different colors. And I think it's uh, sewable and they teach you how to use it and stuff. And a lot of people use it to make like the Wonder Woman costume. So they're not using leather. They're using yes. this costume foam. And I'm like, cool. Neat that that's really available. Yes. It can give that look. I bet it's paintable. Well, I you know, know Joanne's has a cosplay yeah, now, section yeah, now. Yeah, a lot of people are getting you know, in everybody's on it. Getting, and if nobody knows what that means, it's costume play. And people will do – it's a, it's a hobby. Yeah. And people will dress up and go to um, – It's like a Ren fl- Ren sort of thing. thing. Yeah. So they'll go to comic cons. They'll go to places. And it's just, it's really cool. Um, People recreate video game characters. And people recreate uh, characters from books or movies or just from like lore of, you know, whatever. And I think that's, I think it's really neat. I think it's a cool thing because when people talk about, oh, I can't, I want to find a a show to costume. Well, what if you can't find a show to costume? Well, it's kind of funny because all these years we've all waited for Halloween. Yeah. And you don't have to. No, you don't have you to. You don't have to. And you can actually find an excuse so, for somebody to right. show your stuff to, right? So another resource that you mm-hmm. might yeah. consider is your garage. Oh. Okay. Or your husband's boat or tractor or something like that. And I do remember, and this, this yeah, I did a lot of resourcing with Show Choir, you know. And this was when I made, this is where the M2M leggings ca- made, made to. Those came up in, oh, just in case you don't know, I made it into the play. And oh yes, the leggings came up last night because someone was like, "Mallory's mom used to costume all these show choirs." And there was an all male group and a da blah 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 blah. So anyway, go on. M-M okay, leggings. so the, the made to measure leggings. So here dot com slash leggings. That's right. Sprung <laughs> out of um, the uh, all male show show choir doing men, men in tights. tights. Okay, and. Then they had to wear tunics because they. Oh, it's from Scarlet Pimpernel. They. It's called. Uh, it's called. How a man would dress. What is it? Something. Oh well, they did the other. They did. 
No, they didn't do that one. That yeah, wasn't they did. that wasn't the show choir. They did like Into the Fire. The man dress one was that I did with Mark. They didn't do that, did they? I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, really... it, was, it was something from the Scarlet Pimpernel. No, they did like, and... David walked into a valley. Okay, so uh, we went from, we were going to wear like these plain tunics to, you know, the director goes, I think it has to be like upscaled. We want like a satin something, mm-hmm. you know. So I quick like, I oh, they were beautiful. They were these deep green satin tunics that were really pretty on stage. And I'm like, oh, God, they got to have a belt. They just got to have a belt, yeah. you know. And it is like 3 a.m. And I, dress rehearsal is tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? So I go down into the boat garage. <laughs> and there's a lovely towboat rope. <laughs> only, boat tow rope, towboat boat, rope. Towboat rope, rope, towboat rope. And there's only like nine or whatever it was, ten. There wasn't a lot of them, you know. So I needed like ten yards, right? Right. Oh my gosh, it was wonderful. Was it wonderful? Yes, yes. It was. Hey, and, remember, like, and, and the next day I said, by the way, yeah, you honey, need a new... the show choir will be buying you a new tow rope for your boat. And he's like, why is that? And I go, because they're wearing it today. Remember when we just argued about the show choir program from uh, the all male show choir that was like 25 years ago? Three minutes. Yeah. yeah, we were like, which song did they do? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they but did. What I know is we won. The, uh, yes, that's and right. And we won. We had, we had, the mixed group, we had the all-female group, and we had the all-male group, and we went to Hannibal, Missouri, and we won first place in every category, and the director handed me all the trophies and said, quick, put these in your car, and I thought- The boat car mentioned earlier yeah, in the podcast. Yeah, it was mentioned Seriously. earlier, the big Lincoln <laughs> at the auditorium I drove, right. and- I thought I'm going to be mugged on the parking lot. Every one of these schools has to be so <laughs> mad, you know, at us because we won everything. But what a high! I, I felt like I won the Academy Award. You it was did, wonderful. You did. It was fun. It there, was so fun. Okay, so I'm in this show. So there's a parent. She's talking about the current show now. And I'm in this show right now. So there's a parent who I believe whose kid you costumed in the heyday. Uh, is that right? Because I went to school with his daughter. But oh, Ed! Ed, yeah, did Talking you co- Yeah, did you costume his yes. sons? Is that uh, Ed and I went to? I believe you and I and Ed went to Disney World together. Oh, is that right? Okay, ask so... him if it was Disney World or New York. Okay, so I'll but ask we him. all went together. So he's yeah. like Zidi's. You know, Zidi used to do this and that because I. I'm making talk about crafting for a show. Oh yeah. Oh, here you go. Here you go. I'm in Sweeney Todd, and they want edible pies. And, and I and Sam Sam looks at me. I'm telling her this yesterday. I said, you know, Sam, Mrs. Lovett's meat pies. That's right. Sam, I said, Sam was like, well, you know, you know, in the show there are these meat pies, and Sam just doesn't look up from her computer, and she just goes, Mallory, no, you didn't. She knew <laughs> that I volunteered. Okay. to make the pies. But let's. I let's also, they want these edible pies, yeah. right? So you have sometimes you have to make stuff like that, right? Okay, but sometimes again talking about resourcing. Yeah, you say to your mother. So do you have any mushrooms? Yeah. So she gets in my refrigerator. What did you did you borrow anything. anything else? You know, I took things that I didn't use and you oh. give you back your goat cheese. Oh. Um <laughs> yeah, she's like, "By the way, I took these things." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, so I'm crafting. I have to make pies and there's like 12 performances. Yeah. And I don't know how That's many That's a lot of pie. You guys are going to be fat. I said to them, I was like, guys, these are pretty rich. They're like full of butter. They're they're pretty rich. I was like, if you have a sensitive tummy, just like, because I think that I felt a little like after eating, you know, a couple of them last night, right? They, oh, my God, they're so pretty. 
That, I did they were real, beautiful. I did a really good job. And they're job. the size of like a huge muffin. They're really they're, pretty. They're a mu- yeah, I made them in yeah. muffin tins. Okay, anyway, so why why was I bringing this up? This, this came uh, up last night. Resourcing or something and you're in a play. It came up last night that you right. costumed these shows and the, you know, green machine. Okay. And I was like, yeah, we, oh, I have made my, I, I wore my t-shirt to that rehearsal too. Oh, the one you made yes, yesterday. Yes, from our we pattern. made yesterday. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. But go okay. ahead. Well, go everybody ahead. will, everybody, a lot of people say that now too. So what do you have on that you made? You know, like they it. don't say anymore. Did you make that? It's for, funny. They assume like right. There's what a part, at least a part of my day. The other day, some uh, one of the aerial instructors said, so "Is that one piece or two? You know, uh, like she doesn't knew I made it." Okay, on crafting too. We're gonna have an episode later on about a project that Mom is doing for her friend Paul, who pole dances. What? Yes, and aerials. Okay. Aerial pole dance. He does I want to bring up painting on. He's also seventy. Have we talked about painting? I think we should bring up that he's on said. fabric. Paul seventy. Have we yeah, talked about painting he just on fabric. 70. He wants to be known as the <clears throat> septuagenarian on the pole. All right, septuagenarian. Yeah. There we go. I was I like, there's something here. <laughs> um, what I wanted to say, and where you're going with letting people know what your skills are. Oh. Can be a hazard. It yeah, could, I like didn't it, want to tell my husband that I'd volunteered to make to, the pies because I thought he would be like, you shouldn't have so, done that. So <laughs> um, what has happened to me, so Mallory's performing and so am I. That's but right. But I'm performing in an aerial showcase, okay? Mm-hmm. And of course, I was going to make my costume, right? Of I course. I started sketching it out, what I was going to do, what I knew what it was going to be, you know, and it's Halloween showcase, so it... it you know, I have a vampire themish going on, and um, and I've got mine all sketched out. You know, and then my friend Jen, right, who is another elderly person who's doing Paul, uh, not Paul, but uh, Ariel, Ariel. So except really, she's a pup. She's like three, four years younger than she's me. She's only sixty or fifty nine or yeah, something. yeah, sixty one, something like that. She's got a birthday. Co- I think she's gonna be sixty two, and I'm gonna be sixty six. I think that's what it <laughs> Just is. Just in case anybody wants to know. So anyway, mom is sixty five. And I'm going to be 29 soon. People <laughs> so, are like, we think that ZD's 40 and Mallory's 21. 42 or yeah. something. I had it when <laughs> I was 12. So anyway, in fact, Mallory can't come to my matinee because she has a matinee. She will have to come to my evening I have performance. A but Mallory is also voice doing a voiceover on my music. And I, I'm, I, okay, so what happened to me was. My friend Jen, she's like, I ordered this thing from Dance, you know, Bozo, whatever, <laughs> and I got it, and it's awful, and da 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 da. And Jen lives close, you know, and I love Jen. Jen is probably she's your friend. She's so much nicer than me. She's so nice. It's not hard. Yeah, I know, but she's like really, really nice. She's not like at all mean like I am. So anyway, I said, well. I, I'll make your costume. It's not a big deal. You know, she's not going to be hard to sew for or fit or anything. I, I, you know, I'll just measure, right? So I tell her I'll do her costume. She needs to find some pictures and show, give me an idea of what she wants, and then I'll give her a sketch, and she can okay it or yeah. not. Yeah. Okay. So then my one <laughs> teacher starts to – because so I said – I'm wanting to do hammock, but I don't, you know, everybody's doing silks, and is it going to be a problem if I want to do hammock? And and my teachers, this my one teacher who is also a representative 
the student like representative or the member representative to the Como Ariel says, let me think about this. And she comes back to me. She goes, no, you, you think you can do hammock? She goes, we want people to know there's more than one way to hang from the ceiling and, uh-huh. you know, all that. I said, yeah. And she goes, boy, I would really like to pair up with you. Okay. I thought she was kidding because, you know, she's more accomplished than I am. And uh-huh. she's like, no, I'm serious. Plus, she's like 5'10". Right. And I'm like five foot. And I said, really? Really? So anyway, turns out we're doing a duo. So now what? The, so the, now I'm doing three costumes. There we go. There's Because the, we'll do a podcast about that whole so thing. So now I'm doing the mirror image of my costume for her. And, and you're doing We're gems. doing two, two different apparatuses at the same time. And then we're switching in the middle and, uh-huh. and all this. But, and now the picture got around that. My sketches got around, uh-huh. and everybody's like, "Oh, Zidi is so did you? Oh my gosh, did you?" Okay, and I was saying to Mallory, "Look at my crappy sketches." No, oh, yeah. But anyway, I told her now. So be careful. Yeah. So now what mom's making people... three costumes, and I have to make. I think I. I think I'm gonna have to make a dozen per 100, performance. A hundred pies. Oh, that's a gross. Oh yeah, twelve, 12 times 12. twelve. Yeah. So anyway, Mallory. Well, I wanted to talk about painting but, on but, fabric, but I do think it's. <laughs> I also do think it's funny. That you are in shows with people that remember what went on 25 years ago. But yeah, because I'm in show with this old dude, you know. like like well, he, he's as old as me. That's I think all. he's a little younger than you. I do, too. I think he's okay. yeah, not a lot. Okay. But anyway. Hey, I just want to bring up painting on fabric. Right. And how you can, you can paint on fabric to get color. You can paint on fabric to get texture visual texture as well as physical texture Mm -hmm. okay because or glitz or glitz or whatever you know you can kind of faux paint on fabric to give it the look of like wool or you know i've seen you know what i've seen this done for a lot is chain mail yes okay they don't want to no one wants to wear real chain mail on stage you know surprise so people will take like a pencil eraser straw you know, and they'll dip it in black paint and go all over like right. a gray T-shirt. Okay, right. so there's some visual texture. Now, something that's gonna maybe come up when we talk about Paul is creating grip right. on fabric. Yes. Okay. Or with your aerial costume, you're gonna be applying some surface design. Yes. That needs to be, you know, conducive to doing aerial. Yes. So you can't have anything on a costume that a silk might get stuck on. Or anything on your costume that might get stuck on the silk because the performer that follows you. Right. So you have to be careful of what you do to the silk and what the silk might do to you. You And the silk, everybody, is is nylon trico, just so you know. But they do refer to them as silks. I need to be – well, this will come up in the next one. You know – careful about where your costume's going okay so i just wanted to bring that up that you can you can use sponges you can use different yes. shapes um to apply texture to and there's fabrics. different paint okay yeah so yeah. there's the you know i.e tulip paint from uh-huh. michael's or the drugstore you know there's all kinds of paint any acrylic paint really will work yeah um sometimes you might want to thin it sometimes you might want to use a thinning medium there's also fabric medium there's fabric meat yes and it says fabric, fabric medium mediums. it truly says that so you can mix your yes. acrylic paint into that um in fact a lot of my blood is that's what my blood it was, is uh-huh. because blood blood's funny um blood is hard on stage 
you want it to be this bright red. It has to be brighter than mm-hmm. it really is. Yes. If you found someone dead, their blood wouldn't be bright red. The blood would be browner. Right, because yes. it would oxidize or whatever. But right. this is what you have to get across on stage. Right. So you have to think about that. You know, I don't think there's going to be any blood in our Sweeney Todd. I think they... I have blood. I think I, they're going to shine red uh, light. See, I... Lacey and I are divas mm-hmm. that the vampire gets. Got it. It's coming after. Uh-huh. And we are going to have blood on our neck, but it's not our costume. It's makeup. Okay. We're good, so we're going to have, like, the bite on our neck. Oh, okay. Got it. That Good update, because I have to help you make these. So. <laughs> G2K. Um, <laughs> all right. So I just wanted to bring that up. But think of it. I mean, yeah. And honestly... I have made hats out of baskets. I have made hats. Um, I have a hat book. If you read, if you if you research how hats are made, you don't always have to make them that way, but it will give you an idea of how the structure goes. I so enjoyed. I love hats. Making hats. Hats are school. fun. But you like to make a real hat. You know, you you'd have a hat block. You, right. you need. It's a, kind of a wet process actually mm-hmm. a lot of time like pulling a felt hat or... now does everybody know why it's called mad hatter uh tell us why it's because they used mercury in the shaping or what was it you know i'm not sure but this brings me back to when when uh that s-town podcast came out i don't know if you remember this but like a long time ago we talked about this and they like have a an explanation for why for like somebody's untimely death, and I was like, yeah, they've been talking mm-hmm. about how he just goes around and like deals with heavy metals like right, for fun right, in right, his right. yard, you know. And I, so yeah, mercury. Don't use mercury. Uh, <laughs> Lead. Yeah. You know, but, actually... but anyway, hatters apparently used to go crazy. Nobody knew why, and right. they would be calling them the mad hatters, mad and then they found hatter. out that they were you know heavy metal poisoning themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, this guy would you know whatever do amateur alchemy or whatever in his yard but yeah Uh, i mean we've taken things out of the yard tomato cages um chicken wire chicken Chicken wire wire. i mean they're just don't limit yourself to thinking you're gonna find it at the fabric store okay uh this podcast is gonna be over an hour long congratulations to us Uh, and we hope you're okay afterwards. Yes, I hope that we've taken you on the emotional roller coaster of maybe getting really excited about costuming a show again and then not wanting to do it and then blah, 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 you know, and so on and so forth. And next podcast is going to be about care for costumes, Communicating with staff. All that jazz, uh, the ecosystem of the theater. All right? Take it away, Mom. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. 
visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did so. 